Hello and welcome to a special edition of the Newsreel. My name is Ken. And my name is Jeremy. And this week we are putting a bow on a fun and memorable season five here at the Weekly Reel podcast by handing out our RKO awards. So are you hearing voices in your, in your head from the Apex Predator, Jeremy? <laughs> I am hearing voices. Dude, that, that brought me back for some reason. I was like, uh, freaking Randy Orton's theme song. I can't even sing it because it's not, it's not a very singable song. <laughs> it's It really is. It Like, you really have to have that vocal rage and you have to kind of scream it. Scream, yeah. s- scream sing to actually get that song. And... For those of you who are wondering what uh, song we're talking about, uh, just YouTube, Randy Orton's theme song. It's called Voices. Um, I can hear it in my voice, uh, it, it, in my head, I should say. Yeah. And, um, yeah, I don't know. It's just, it's such a good song. <laughs> I think it's actually one of my favorites of all time. Yeah, because I think he still uses that song, right? He does. He must it. have gotten tired of it a long time ago, though. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I wonder if he uh, has nightmares uh, and wakes up to listening his own <laughs> listening to his own theme song. <laughs> oh shoot! Well, before we hand out our season five RKO awards, uh, RKO awards, Jeremy, I still have a, a problem. This is now our fifth, or actually second, or fourth, actually, because we didn't do one for season one. But I still yeah. have trouble saying RKO awards. Before we hand those out for season five, though. Uh, let's get right into our TNR question of the day. And so, uh, Jeremy, we're recording this episode on Groundhog Day, February 2nd. And earlier this week, James Gunn announced uh, the opening slate for the brand new DCU. And so um, this past Tuesday, he introduced Chapter 1, Gods and Monsters. And here are some of the upcoming projects. And so uh, he announced 10 new projects. And so I'll quickly just list them. Mm -hmm. Uh, It's Superman Legacy, The Brave and the Bold, uh, which is a Batman movie. Mm -hmm. Uh, Superman, Woman of Tomorrow. I'm sorry, Supergirl. Sorry. (laughs) Woman of Tomorrow. (laughs) Oh, my goodness. Supergirl. (laughs) That would be Superman, Woman of Tomorrow. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Supergirl. Oh, Supergirl, Woman of Tomorrow, pardon me. Uh, Lanterns, uh, Paradise Lost, The Authority, Creature Commandos, uh, Waller, Mm. Booster Gold, and finally Swamp Thing. So all 10 of those got announced. And so this week's TNR question of the day, and just to remind everyone, Jeremy doesn't know what I'm going to ask him. Mm. Other than the Superman legacy... And the brave and the bold. So you can't pick those two. Which Uh DCU project are you most anticipating? Okay. Because I was going to, I already had that that question in mind. I was like, honestly, I'm not looking too forward to the Batman one as much as I am the Superman one. Mm -hmm. Just because Damian Wayne, not my favorite. Maybe, I don't know. We'll see. But. My pick is actually what I'm most excited for is lanterns. Oh, damn! Especially one of mine. (laughs) Go ahead. Just the way that James Gunn sold it too, uh, with it's like it's Hal Jordan, John Stewart, and you know, essentially Green Lanterns are just space cops, Uh and they're I forgot what they call them. It's basically the 
earth is like their domain, uh, mm-hmm. what they protect. And so it's uh, it's interesting how he said, oh, true detective and all that oh, stuff. Like, oh, that's okay. what got me, man. That's what got me. I was like, dude, true detective season one, still one of my all time favorite seasons of television ever. And I, I'm not I'm not going to try to give it that much hype because <laughs> yeah. I think I, that'll just disappoint me, I guess. But yes, that's what sold me as well. Yeah, because I love how he explained it, too, because, like I said, they are basically space cops. And for there to be, like, some sort of mystery or something that they have to, like, solve mm-hmm. is is good. Because, you like, you, can, you don't just want some outer space, like, not relatable to anything, which I feel like James Gunn is good at taking, like, these wacky concepts and grounding them. I think that's... Mm-hmm. And for it to be Green Lantern, I think is what makes it really exciting. Yes, yes. I mean, that is definitely the one that I would be looking forward to the most. But in the interest of giving a little bit of variety, I did prepare myself just in case you picked that one. I don't. Okay, so this one's going to be hit or miss for me. But because James Gunn sold it to me like this, again, we're going to keep with the HBO Max theme. Still not sponsored by HBO Max, by the way. I think it's still both of our favorites, right? Like as far as streaming services. Yeah. You know, I've actually been using Hulu a lot. But anyway, that's besides the point. Yeah. Okay. Dude, I always watch. It's Hulu and HBO Max. For me, it's Mm -hmm. Hulu for live TV mainly, though. Mm Mm-hmm. If I'm honest, <laughs> but HBO Max for all the streaming stuff. <laughs> yeah, I get that. Yeah. So for me, I don't know. This may come as a surprise, but the uh, like another project that I'm looking forward to the most is the Par- Paradise Lost one. Mm-hmm. To be fair, this could be completely awful because this is actually a um, story that will be set in the Themyscira, um, set before Diana's birth. So we're going to see a lot of Amazonians. Mm-hmm. Um, but the way James Gunn again surprised I feel like dude <laughs> he must really ace that what elevator pitch because the way he described <laughs> yeah. it is it's gonna be a Game of Thrones type story I was like oh Game of Thrones dude I'm all in <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah <laughs> uh, I doubt that he will go Game of Thrones slash HBO like in terms of the whole rated R <laughs> we'll just say thing yeah. I Fa- doubt it. But, family uh, ties. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but um, I don't know. We'll see. I'm, I'm kind of curious. And, and I'm kind of curious to see if they um, kind of foreshadow Diana um, as far as like a, a future character or whatever. Or, you know, like, I don't know. We'll see. Yeah. It, it, I kind of tuned out a little bit during that sec- section just because... It reminded me of the, what is it called? Krypton show? Mm. You know, where it's like, oh, focusing on Jor-El or Jor-El's grandfather, actually, I think. I'm like, whoa. <laughs> never <laughs> really thought about that. I mean, I never watched the show. It could be good. I heard it's actually pretty good. So, you know, as long as the story's fine, I think uh, mm-hmm. people will watch it. So, mm. we'll see. Like, a lot, like like you said, James Gunn's super good at pitching all these projects. I'm like, oh, that sounds good to me. <laughs> Damn it, James Gunn. <laughs> Uh, did you have any random uh, honorable mentions just real quick? Um, that caught your eye? 
I want to say booster gold. Mm. It, it's a. It reminds me a little bit. I I can see James Gunn really liking to do that one himself, just because it's a like like I said he's kind of wacky, likes that comedy, but then finds the humanity in characters, and I like how mm. he said it's like imposter syndrome, but with the superhero. I think mm. that's what I really like too, because deep down, you know, Booster Gold is like a human. He has all these human problems, but then he's from the future, and he's a superhero or trying to be a superhero. Yeah. So well, I'll I will do my best to kind of keep tr- uh, keep up with the DCU, um, just like I've been kind of struggling to keep up with the MCU now that they've incorporated Disney Plus uh, along with uh, you know their theatrical releases. Mm-hmm. Uh, for me, I guess if I had a quick honorable mention, Waller, just because it takes place in between Peacemaker season one and two, and I feel like um, James Gunn already did a really good job with. Um, you know, that whole cast of characters. I feel like uh, he's got a good handle on that part of the universe in terms of the DCU. So uh, more of the same, right? Yeah, I just want more Peacemaker. Hopefully, I was like, where is that, James Gunn? (laughs) Yeah, maybe. uh, Well, I mean, he did say that these aren't all of, uh, what do you call it, chapter one. So I'm sure... That'll. It's only a matter of time before that gets announced. Plus, I mean, we didn't really talk about Superman Legacy because I just wanted to make sure that we got a little bit of variety. Mm-hmm. Dude, July 2025 can't get here soon enough. But, I mean, dude, we're already... This is 2023. You would imagine that they'll announce who Clark Kent slash Superman will be True. fairly soon, right? True. Yeah, probably within the next year. So, yeah. for sure, if they start shooting like next year... Mm-hmm. Man, that'd be insane. But I do want to mention that he mentioned like Else Worlds and all that stuff. It's not going to interfere with the Batman, the yep. Joker, Teen Titans Go, you know, the little cartoon thing. The Flash. I'm, I was like, where's Superman and Lois, James Gunn? Don't cancel that. I need that show. I think, though, I the, the article that um, I guess I read to kind of brush up on this topic, I think they're leaving that alone. Yeah, I hope so. If they can at least give me two more seasons of it, like five seasons, perfect. Yeah, that, that I think they will, just because I think it's it's been doing fairly well on the CW, uh, right? Yeah, and it's it's always on like HBO Max whenever mm-hmm. like it gets there, and I'm like rewatching it. I'm like, oh, hopefully <laughs> season three is good in March. So, oh yeah, oh yeah. Well, obviously. If you clicked on this episode, we're here for the main event. I mean, we're wrapping up season five, and we can only do that one way and one way only with the finisher of the uh, the season, the RKO Awards. Obviously, the RKO, named after the finisher from the Apex Predator. (laughs) Yes, we're talking about Randy Orton and not Kristen Wiig or Barbara Minerva or even the Cheetah. I, I still have those notes from season two. Yeah. <laughs> it's the same line from season two. They're literally the same yeah. line. So I mean, if, yeah, if you listen yeah. to our inaugural um, RKO awards for season two, I gave the same joke. So yeah, just be prepared every six months or so, roughly, <laughs> we're going to give that same joke. Uh, but uh, we're going to give out five awards um, today and we're going to start off 
And this is only centering around movies that we covered in season five. So, mm-hmm. <clears throat> Jeremy, let's start off with most disappointing movie of season five. Which one you got? Okay, so I actually have two winners. Um, one a little bit more than the other, just because I picked two. Because wh- we covered a lot of older movies and new movies, like mm-hmm. almost like fifty-fifty. I want to say. Okay. Uh, so. But my most disappointing movie overall would have to be The Nightmare Before Christmas. Ooh, I get. (laughs) (laughs) I'm remembering. (laughs) Go ahead. Sorry. (laughs) Like, I think it's pretty self-explanatory when you listen when you go back and listen to the episode. Is I had such high hopes for this movie, and I was like, it's going to be some Tim Burton esque. Like story of Jack Skellington and all that. I didn't know it was gonna be a musical. I didn't know there was gonna be like a like a song every like two sentences of <laughs> dialogue. <laughs> and then the music wasn't even that good. So it's um, <laughs> yeah. To me, it was the most disappointing just overall. Um, but yeah, because my my honorable mention was slightly disappointing, but not as disappointing as The Nightmare Before Christmas. Mm, okay. Well, we, uh, well we, we, should, we should probably have time for you to get the, to your honorable mention. Um, but yeah, I, I, just to quickly add to yours, yeah, I, I still remember, like, uh, I think I mentioned this on the podcast episode itself. As soon as, like, uh, I heard the first song, I was like, okay, the first song fine they a lot of these movies might start off with the musical number one but like two minutes later when there was a second song right yeah. off the bat i was like oh jeremy's not gonna like this movie <laughs> <laughs> oh shoot it's funny how like when we do these wrap-up uh rko awards it just brings me back to the actual episode of the recording so yeah it's always good times man mm-hmm. um my most disappointing movie of season five. Uh, I don't know if this comes as a surprise to you is Avatar: The Way of Water. <gasps> what uh, that was featuring, <laughs> <Dang>. <laughs> featuring Joe Ash. Uh, I don't know. I feel like the more I think about it, I again, I don't know if it's because now it's the fourth highest grossing movie of all time, mm-hmm. and it's funny. I keep seeing that. I keep seeing this on social media or whatever, but everyone's like, dude, I've never seen this movie. I don't know anyone that has seen this movie. How in the hell is it making $2 billion? And I was trying to think, I feel like the only people that uh, I know that watch movies are literally uh, cinephiles like us or Mm -hmm. whatever, Joe Ash, just because he was on the pod. I think that's it. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, And I don't know. I, I I feel like the story was retread from a kind of a weak story already. I mean, we covered <laughs> Avatar uh, as our season five premiere. So, you know, to kind of get us, I don't know, reacquainted with Pandora again, uh, which we definitely needed. And I, I'm glad that we did. But I don't know, just for them to rehash a lot of stuff, including the villain, spoiler alert. And... Uh, man, I, I, that second act was very slow. Yeah, it was beautiful mm. and gorgeous to yeah. look at, to be in it, like within that whole universe. But man, uh, 
All I got to say is uh, Spider, but uh, we'll get into that later. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, man, that second half. Of the movie, I totally agree. We, I think we harped on the second half a lot during the main episode. Because like you said, it's beautiful, but there's like no story going forward during there. S- second act. I, I enjoyed enjoyed the the very end uh basically most of the third act of the mm-hmm. movie i love how everything tied in together but uh, the first act was pretty good but eh. the second act ooh, was rough yeah especially the amount of time between the first one and way of water mm-hmm. it's like oh i was expecting more story for it to be that take that long james cameron yeah, it didn't need to be a three-hour-plus movie. Sorry, James Cameron. Yeah, go I know, back to I making know it's your vision. movies. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, please, <laughs> please. Oh man. Oh, oh. Well, which movie was your uh, honorable mention for dis- most disappointing movie? I think uh, just like you, as I keep sitting on this movie, um, I would probably want to say Amsterdam. I still mm. like it. But it was not as good as it probably should have been, considering the cast, the director. Yeah, um, yeah it just I still like it. I think I still think it's a good movie. It's just not as good as I thought it was going to be. I almost mentioned that that was actually on my short list uh, for the most disappointing movie category. But I think because it didn't get well received or watched again, I think we talked about how it bombed at the box office. Mm-hmm. I was like, all right, well, I can't mention it over Avatar, considering it's the fourth highest grossing movie of all time. So that's yeah. why I went Avatar the way at water. But yeah, good good one. I'm glad you mentioned it. Uh, let's move on to our next RKO award. And we're going, I mean, we did most disappointing movie. It's only right that we give out the most surprising movie on the other end of the spectrum. So, which was your most surprising movie of season five, Jeremy? You know, it was a late edition. It was The Menu. I think that was my most surprising movie just because I didn't, like, obviously, I didn't expect to like it as much as I did. Mm. And I don't know, like, the characters were were memorable to me. Um, The shock value was there. Because at first, what was originally there? Shaun of the Dead? No, it was Babylon. Babylon, yeah, because uh, f- fun fact for behind the scenes guys, um, we were waiting to see when Makoto Shinkai's next movie was gonna be. So we're like, okay, we're gonna leave some slots open here and there, um, just to anticipate when it's coming out, which I think it's in April actually, perfect timing. Ooh. And um, but yeah, we were gonna watch Babylon. Saw that didn't that didn't get that great reviews. We were about to do The Whale. That got good reviews, but it's like, uh, I watched it. Let's just say don't watch it with your parents. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I guess if your parents are into that thing. But anyway, um, and then we just settled on the menu because it just came out on HBO Max. And I really enjoyed the performances, especially by by Ray Fiennes. <laughs> Ray Fiennes, man. Hey. Dude. He such uh, such acting range, man, <laughs> during yeah. that whole movie. Uh, at a point, I was like, I'm kind of just excited to see what this guy does next. I think right. that's why. I'm surprised you didn't mention the, <clears throat> the burger. <laughs> <laughs> 
dude we talk about the burger so much so much during the episode it's like i think people maybe got sick of us tired of uh nah no no, 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 no. i don't i I don't think they would i mean check out our reel on it um on instagram at weekly reel shameless plug but yeah uh i enjoyed the the menu as well probably not as much as you Mm -hmm. just because i i had some nitpicks about it but oh it was it was actually better than i thought it would and again just like you was on the short list for most surprising movie but my winner for most surprising movie of season five just happens to be your contribution to our mini series of favorite childhood movies the iron giant I absolutely loved that movie. I don't know why it took me so long. This movie came out in 1999. Uh, it had a lot of heart. The fact that it was uh, made in 1999 uh, made it like a, a less CGI version of a movie. So you get a little bit of the old school kind of hand-drawn mm-hmm. sort of thing or maybe a hybrid of CGI, but it's more it's still kind of aged or a little rougher. Yeah. So you get a little bit of character with some of the animation. The uh the main character, uh Hogarth, um as well as the actual Iron Giant, the story, the the friendship, the relationships that get built. And oh my god, I wanted to cry my eyes out at the end. <laughs> Superman. <laughs> yeah, speaking of Superman. <laughs> Goodness. I love this movie and I wish it was available to stream. I don't think it's streaming anything anywhere right now. I haven't checked it in a couple of weeks. But I did check. <laughs> I did have have the uh motivation to kind of rewatch it again, but I checked it and it wasn't streaming anywhere. I was like, man, it might be one of those movies where I have to kind of invest in just go ahead and buy because it's really that good. Mm-hmm. And I'm glad that we actually did the three part miniseries. And who knows, we are leaning towards uh, bringing that back for season six. So, yeah, dude, Iron Giant, thank you. <laughs> dude, yeah, I, Iron Giant is so underrated. Like, it's not even just like one of those, oh, it's pretty good underrated movies. It's like it's. If it, there was more exposure for it, man, that's like Toy Story level, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you know. But yeah, dude, uh, it was such a it was such a good movie. Plus, I think on the episode I, I, I mentioned that obviously one of my favorite TV shows out right now, Ted Lasso, there was a uh, Iron sure. Giant uh, reference in. So uh, go check that out on the Iron Giant episode. It was episode eighty four. So, Jeremy, let's get right into our next award. It's actually the first, or I'm sorry, this is the new award. Mm-hmm. I think it's only fitting on the RKO Awards for season five to actually give it an RKO Award mm-hmm. for the character from season five that we want to RKO the most. <laughs> so, Jeremy, out of all the characters in season five that we've covered, and there was a lot of them, there was 18 movies, no, actually... Sorry, 20 movies worth, because remember, we covered a couple episodes where we had two movies. Which character do you want to RKO the most? (sighs) Damn. (laughs) Like, like, there's so many. (laughs) Just kidding. I have three main ones, but I'll I'll, I'll just choose one out of the three first. 
I would definitely, undisputedly, <laughs> RKO Aman, like, over and over again. <laughs> from the top rope. From the, yeah, from the top rope. Like, well, I'm on the, on the table. Ground, on the table, on the announcer's table, in on the, the crowd. Yeah. Uh, from, from the top of the cage, off the oh top cage. <laughs> Everywhere. Jeez. Yeah, everywhere. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, Amon. And I, I think that's pretty self-explanatory for whoever's watched Black Adam. Just Amon, everything. I would, I would, oh, for sure, RKO him on his skateboard. <laughs> <laughs> so then the, the skateboard breaks, you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. man. I, I... <laughs> for me it was a two horse race between my uh my selection but Amon oh my goodness yeah I think get right. <laughs> you just got to listen to our Black Adam episode I think we dedicated maybe about uh <laughs> at least 10 minutes throughout the episode ranting about Amon yeah. Amon was such a horribly written character I don't know who thought of a that that kid would be beneficial to this uh to this movie he was he was supposed to be our avatar into you know being the kid or you know inspiring us to you know just to be like you know oh that kid that looks up to superheroes Mm -hmm. and he just ended up being the most annoying character within that movie it was in it was it it was he was horrible yeah he was um john connor from terminator 2 like at the beginning of the movie, but for the whole movie of Black Adam, he never had that transition into, you know, being more sympathetic towards him. Yeah, I know. Oh my goodness. Yeah. Cause everything was like manufactured and yeah, like just the amount of like shameless plugs of like all the DC superheroes that were on his, it was just like, I don't know. It was just like DC, like, porn or something like that. <laughs> yeah dude i don't know and he he would like wear his cape on to the final battle i'm like where do you six yeah no. i don't know <laughs> don't <laughs> stop it <laughs> no more well i mean since you took him on i gotta go with my obvious choice and i talked about it earlier spider from the avatar the way of water um i mean okay just go going back to Avatar: The Way of Water. If you look at my actual rating, I gave it a fresh score. I did mm-hmm. like it. I just didn't like it as much as a lot of critics did. But Spider, let me count the ways as far as <laughs> why I would want to RKO him, like in Pandora, uh, on land, off the uh, the cliff <laughs> from the first one in the water, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> off the whale. <laughs> <laughs> off the whale into the whale's mouth right uh off the ship uh and drown him right after oh my god uh when you get to the point where at near the end of the movie and uh natiri threatens him uh, threats threatens to kill him just so that <laughs> thing and you're actually actively rooting for natiri to actually kill him there's something wrong with that character um i just found his character completely forced and manufactured um 
it was a way for us to be like, oh, okay, well, he's the son of the colonel, or now the, I guess, avatar version of <laughs> the colonel. <laughs> yeah. And uh, and we're we're supposed to feel empathy for him, but yeah, he was raised on Pandora, but why is he acting like Tarzan? <laughs> why is he growling? Uh. What I, I I don't know. I just really did not understand why I should care for that character mm-hmm. and the fact that at the end he ends up letting the colonel go, even <sighs> though he has absolutely no ties to him, because really that's not his dad. That's yeah. just his living memory in a fake body. And during that whole movie, I didn't see any connection between him and uh his fake dad yeah that was because uh, i i was thinking are they gonna actually try to uh like humanize the the colonel and all that stuff mm-hmm. and with spider it's just like yeah why is he growling why is he the way he is <laughs> you know what i mean and uh, that was rough that i mean not as bad as Amon. let's be you know, like let's be real <laughs> i'm just kidding um <laughs> But yeah, he was definitely my second place. But uh, mm-hmm. just a dishonor- dishonorable mention, uh, I'm going to say Tyler from The Menu. <laughs> he uh, made me yes. feel like, <clears throat> yeah, I hated him. But not as definitely not as much as Spider and Amon. I think um, he played one of the best heels, though. Because mm. I think because we want to RKO him so much, that just means he... <laughs> His character was written so good that he was the one, uh, he was probably the most despicable villain of, I'm trying to think. Is he the most? Yeah. Arguably up there for season five. Yeah. Maybe, maybe we might have to explore that for season six RKO awards. (laughs) Yeah. Cause see, that was a good character Mm -hmm. like that you wanted to RKO. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I, I, I like the uh, versatility with the RKO award because then it was a really good character, really good villain, but we still really wanted to RKO him. Mm. <laughs> I totally get it. All right, let's move on to our next RKO award. Jeremy, this time we are awarding best movie of season five. Ooh, there was oh, 20 movies, man. which was your, which was the best movie? Okay, so I'm going to give myself a little caveats on this. I'm not mm-hmm. choosing any Mission Impossible movie. I think that's not fair. Um, okay. I'm not choosing um, like my childhood movie. I'm not choosing Iron Giant. Super uh, I think those are too easy. So, yeah. out of all the other ones that are left, I am going to go with... I don't know how well this is going to age, <laughs> but I think I'm going with Glass Onion, A Knives Out Ooh. Story. Okay. All right. Because like when I watched it, like I just watched it in one go and it was not in the movie theaters. I think that's huge for me just to put on Netflix and watch mm. a movie all the way through. I think is it really hard nowadays when you're not <laughs> sitting down in a theater, uh, right. not to like get up, go to the bathroom or um, get a snack, get a snack. I was just do like, some homework. Yeah. Do some <laughs> <laughs> do some homework like freaking 
or uh, ride an exercise bike while I watched The Nightmare Before Christmas. <laughs> Put on um, earplugs. <laughs> earplugs. Um, but yeah, gla- Glass Onion, just because I like the, the mystery aspect and the cast was good. And I don't know, you know, I liked, maybe it's not as good as Knives Out. I'm not so sure yet. Um, but I just like the fact that it had more of Daniel Craig's character. Mm-hmm. Um, what was his name? LeBlanc? Benoit Blanc. Benoit Blanc. LeBlanc. Matt LeBlanc. <laughs> I was like, wait, Matt LeBlanc? <laughs> Joey? Tribbiani? Yeah. So, I yeah, more Daniel Craig in it. That was a good treat for me. Yeah. Well, let me ask you this. Was Glass Onion the best streaming movie that we've seen so far ever like of all time of all time yeah uh probably not i feel like if i thought about it more like i don't think i gave this movie an a so i feel like there's a streaming movie out there that i know i've seen i just probably can't pull it off the top of my head okay best streaming movie that we've covered so far on the weekly real podcast what you don't like uh army of the dead <laughs> Or Red Notice, or Dune. Oh, don't look up. <laughs> don't don't look. Oh, come on. How come we're all mentioning all like kind of like middle of the road movies? Because <laughs> <laughs> they were. Yeah, that's why I was asking. Uh, that's why I'm kind of curious. It's pretty that... close. Uh, maybe top three easily. Probably top three easily. Ooh. I gotta well, go back that? and check. I don't <laughs> Do know you... though. <laughs> See, I feel like that it would be by default number one, right? I guess so. I have to go. Dude, we've watched like 93 movies now. So I have more than that. More than that. Because we had our MC rewatch. Oh, geez. (laughs) Yeah. And then the rush hours and then now the uh, Mission Impossible. So Um, I, I, I agree with you. I in terms of. Well, it's not my favorite, uh, not the best movie, but in terms of all the good things that you did say about uh, Glass Onion, I love the movie as well. Uh, I, I don't think it's on the same level as Knives Out. I don't think it's as rewatchable, but it's it was really entertaining. I'm glad that um, I'm glad a lot of people did watch it. I think ne- uh, on Netflix it did get a lot of watch hours, and uh, I think enough memes went out and I did think that enough people uh, talked about it on social media. I'm glad because it's actually a really good movie. All right. Well, for me, the best movie of season five was actually last week's for me. I I was kind of going through each one of my ratings, (laughs) my I love you three thousands. I enjoyed almost famous. And I think I only mentioned, uh, entourage you know the 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 kind of the connection between the two briefly Mm -hmm. but because entourage is is still one of my favorite shows of all time i don't know where it ranks now just because i feel like i've watched a lot of really good tv shows lately but i've rewatched entourage a lot and now that i finally have watched almost famous there was an episode where they did pay homage to it with uh, some very similarly shot scenes and and everything, I've always dug the whole like rock and roll tour scene, 
especially then when it compares to like uh kind of like actors you know i I like the behind the scenes stuff Mm, i've always enjoyed that i think that's the reason why i like documentaries i like the making of um I, I I have always liked that whole thing, even though it it's uh, glamorized, I guess, because mm-hmm. it's obviously based off of a fictional. It, it's it's uh, following a fictional band, I should say. I I did think that a lot of the characters were memorable. Um, you could kind of identify with a lot of different characters, especially since a lot of ages and a lot of different walks of life are, are represented here. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I really like that movie a lot. I feel like that'll be one of those rewatchable movies for me moving forward. Plus yeah. it was a fun episode. Yeah, it was a fun episode. It was a good movie. And anyone who hasn't like, uh, listened to our episode yet, um, I described it as basically the rock and roll version of Forrest Gump, mm-hmm. uh, which I think is pretty high praise. I like Forrest Gump a lot. I don't think it's as good as Forrest Gump, but there are things, there's parallels, <laughs> like yep. I mentioned. Um, it gives me those same type of, like, almost like happy vibes, you know what I mean? Where it's like, it's a pretty calm watch, but you're enjoying what you're watching. It's not too stress-inducing. Right. You know I mean? don't feel like you have to pay attention fully, too. It's just a nice popcorn flick. There's a uh, there's real there's pretty good dialogue uh mm-hmm. there's some fun interactions uh there's some uh lighthearted like comedic t- uh like the comedic time is pretty good but then there's also emotional parts too mm-hmm. I-, I feel like it's very versatile yeah it's one of those movies that if it comes on like you don't you wouldn't mind it to to be watching just on TV cuz it is one of those older movies that that would probably play on like t- like not TNT, maybe TNT, something <laughs> like that. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, let's hand out our final RKO award of season five, the main event, the headliner. Wait, who's the main event in in the WWE again? <laughs> what do you mean? Is like- that Shawn Michaels? That main event, the showstopper. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, <laughs> Shawn Michaels. Shawn Michaels, the heartbreak kid. No, it's all about the Apex Predator, <laughs> RKO. Obviously, mm-hmm. we're going to give out our final award, which is for favorite weekly reel episode, Jeremy. It's not the necessarily the best movie, but I feel like mm-hmm. this is based off of I don't know your f- uh, fun experiences throughout the recording of the episode. Um, so, what was your favorite weekly reel episode, Jeremy? Ooh, okay. My favorite episode of the weekly reel for season five is oh, we might have the same one, oh. Anastasia. <laughs> <laughs> it's the Anastasia episode with Andrea, dude. There was so much to say in that movie. Another movie which I kind of had high expectations for. <laughs> yeah. Because I've always, like, whenever I ask someone, like, what their favorite, like, childhood movie or whatever, they, they like Anastasia. I'm like, oh, okay. Never seen it before. <laughs> and then we watch it. I don't know. <laughs> Had a rough childhood, huh? Nothing else to watch. <laughs> <I'm just kidding. laughs> wow. 
Andrea's not even here to defend herself. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> wow. Cutting a promo, huh? Yeah. Just like I'll the, see you next season. Just like season. the Viper. Huh? Yeah, man. <laughs> um but yeah, like everything like in that uh that episode, you you kind of refereeing between me and Andrea. But at oh. the same time, it's like I felt like even just the second half of this season, I felt like we disagreed with the movies. Like there was more of a margin compared yeah. to the the first half, where it's like, uh, we both kind of rated them fairly low, <laughs> mid, <laughs> yeah, mid. <laughs> and uh, but uh, coming to the middle section of the the season where we covered the childhood movies, I'm like, oh, the, it, I think Anastasia kicked off the where it's like, oh, kind of starting to disagree a little bit more <laughs> yeah dude i if you watch the the two reels that i did post for anastasia i think i referenced it last week on our almost famous episode my goodness some of the reactions that you do see from me especially because again just like jeremy said it felt like i was a guest referee in a wwe main event match between andrea and jeremy dude i I was just like caught off guard so many times and I was just cracking up because of the back and forth. Again, just like I mentioned last week, I was like, all I was missing was some popcorn <laughs> because <laughs> dude, I was just sitting back and enjoying the the back and forth between um, Jeremy and Andre. It was so funny. It was such good times. Yeah, Andre was pulling some dirty moves though, taking out the, the referee, <laughs> getting the chair. Putting my my leg into it, stomping on it, you know what I mean? It's like it's one of those dirty moves. That's why when I'm she, like coming back. When yeah. she started talking crap about your what was it, your favorite song uh from um Rasputin? Yeah. <laughs> it was unexpected, man. <laughs> yeah, I was like, oh, what? <laughs> and then she doubled down and she kept going. I was like, Oh god. Like, oh, here we go. We got a light on our hands. <laughs> oh yeah, my god. Good. So like good. That. that was so good. Uh for me, my favorite weekly real episode. And and okay, caveat, uh, just similar to you with I try to disqualify the Mission Impossibles because a lot of in addition to the Anastasia ones, I felt like a lot of the, my favorite uh moments were uh like talking about Tom Cruise favorite Tom Cruise run or whatever <laughs> yeah. favorite um, mission or uh, favorite gadget, some of that stuff that we did on our first episode, uh, episode 79, as well as episode 90 uh, on the third one and ghost protocol with Jacob. Fun times, mm -hmm. just uh, reminiscing about the evolution of Ethan hunt and the IMF. So good. But if I had a favorite weekly real episode, that isn't named Anastasia because she already mentioned it. Uh -huh. My favorite, actually, it's the one that I have listed because I didn't think that you would list it. Surprisingly, this could have been actually a surprising movie. Dirty Dancing featuring oh. Caesar Evangelista. Dude. Okay. Yeah. Good. Good. <laughs> Just, I was uh, actually almost going to pick this as my oh, yeah. favorite movie <laughs> of yeah. the season. Just because it's a, it, it was an older movie, mm -hmm. I didn't want to pick it as like the best movie of the season. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, go ahead with your uh, favorite weekly real episode. It, 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 was, it was a nice, fun 
episode where we got to talk a lot about like the the iconic scene. Um, we got to talk. We got to talk uh, in. Uh, Caesar especially gave us some context as to what was going on during that time, what was going on during when it was sh- when it was released in the eighties, mm-hmm. and then we got so we got a lot of background there. But we also got to talk about again the iconic scene, all the different characters, all the pop culture references, the music. Mm-hmm. I felt like that episode had so much going for it. It, it was so versatile. It had something for everyone of all ages. And um, I'm just wondering why it took me so long for me to watch Dirty Dancing, because that actually got released when I was still alive. So I really didn't have an excuse not to watch it. And again, uh, what was uh, the saying? It was like, nobody puts baby in the corner. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, yes, Patrick Swayze. Uh, such an 80s line. Mm-hmm. Well, but- and and... I remember in the episode, you were talking about how, okay, everyone keeps hyping up that scene, mm-hmm. especially for you. I remember you're mentioning how it lived up to the hype, right? Yeah, dude. Especially the final scene of the movie. Man, it was it was crazy. And uh, just everything about just the episode and the movie, it's always fun talking with a guest, when, especially when it's a good movie. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mentioned one where it's like talking with a guest when it's a bad movie. <laughs> when, when, um, on your opinion, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, and uh, but talking about dirty dancing, um, even going into the behind the history of the final mm-hmm. song mm-hmm. with Caesar, I think was cool, yeah. also. Just yeah. everything about that episode, I think there was something, uh, and we covered like the whole movie too, so I like that. So, you know, sometimes we don't get enough time to cover the entire movie, but with Dirty Dancing, we're able to cover most of everything and uh, go in depth with our guests, too. Yeah, I mean, that was uh, an unexpectedly versatile um podcast episode i was like all right yeah we're gonna talk about dirty dancing just because it's a completely different movie than the godfather which was uh the other movie that we discussed with caesar and uh we're like you know what let's just talk about it because we've never seen it before i didn't know what to expect and then (laughs) it ended up being my favorite episode and i feel like it was a running contender for best movie of season five and it was on my short list for sure i just didn't want to name it for both both awards yeah (laughs) (laughs) oh man but yeah those are our rko awards for season five you know we'll do that again uh next season when we do wrap up season six it's actually one of my favorite episodes every season ever since we did start it uh, at the end of season two um good times it was was, were there any other random moments or anything that you wanted to kind of highlight within uh, this last season of the Weekly Real podcast. Oh man, that's tough. I, I I did like the Mission Impossible episodes; those are always fun. Yeah, um, makes me wonder what's going to happen uh, next season when we cover uh, what's it called, Dead Reckoning Part One. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I, I I hope we have a guest for that as well. They're honestly not too crazy of movies like in terms of best movie i think for me it was definitely between dirty dancing and glass onion 
I didn't want to choose Dirty Dancing just because it's an older movie. Trying mm-hmm. to stay a little bit more current. But yeah, I would I probably want to say next season is gonna have a lot of movies. Just cause it's gonna be the summer summer season, blockbuster <laughs> yeah. season. It's yeah, there's, be there's a lot, intense. especially even early on in our tentative beginning of season six. There's a lot uh that uh we're we're, we're gonna have actually our hands full in terms of scheduling, especially the early part of that uh that season. So uh, the thing that I kind of wanted to mention is that, you know how like sometimes we give out the um, happy Hogan mullet memorial award for what has not aged well. Mm-hmm. I feel like if we were to give that as far as an RKO award, black Adam would win that award easily because just for the <laughs> fact that the post credit scene fe- featured, Oh, the return of Henry Cavill. And yeah. uh, again, with the news of DC, the DCU announcements, it's not that he got fired. It's just he didn't get hired, according to James Gunn. So um, I feel like that just became hella obsolete. <laughs> yeah. They, and we were so excited, too. Like, yeah. um, I think a couple of weeks before or something like that, we were hyping up. Oh, Henry Cavill's coming back. They announced it. And then so that, you know, some of that stuff doesn't age. <laughs> doesn't Freaking age Dwayne, well. man. <laughs> Got our <Yeah>. hopes up. <sighs> oh, well. But I mean, now that with the announcements, okay, I, I've, I'm back to the point where I, I have an open mind and we'll see where James Gunn goes with, uh, with the roadmap for chapter one, Gods and Monsters for the DCU. So before we close out the RKO Awards, you know who's coming. We got a lot of stuff to plug for the upcoming off season. So, um, Jeremy, we have a TikTok, don't we? We do, and we're gonna start posting more stuff, especially now that it's the off season. It's at Weekly Real Pod on TikTok. There's gonna be some TV show stuff on there. There's gonna be some movie stuff on there. Ken has some stuff planned. I have some stuff planned, especially when Superman Lois comes back anticipate me talking a lot about that show um (laughs) the last of us possibly too the the, the last of us so man there's a lot of good stuff coming out so Mm. on tiktok you'll get all our thoughts on that at weekly real pod right uh last off season uh i i will admit i gave empty promises i didn't release any videos as far as the og ritual uh, where we're, you know, obviously trying to talk about movies and TV shows to keep that connection during the off season. I told Jeremy that I'm pretty much done editing. I'm just trying to kind of pare down a uh, Ken Arceo cut down to a <laughs> theatrical cut uh, for the TikTok. So I'm just trying to edit down uh, the runtime. But that should hopefully, I mean, we're recording this on the 2nd of February. So by the time this episode does get released, the uh the my first TikTok will be actually released. So uh I'm aiming for tomorrow the third. So we'll see. Um Jeremy, we also have an Instagram, don't we? We do. It's a little bit different. It's at weekly real. And on our Instagram, you'll get up to date with all our stuff going on there. It's actually gonna be more like recasts, like little clips of us talking in the the episode podcast stuff you get to see our faces reels kind of similar to tiktoks but maybe a little bit different and uh up to date uh, updates on when season six 
we'll come back. You know, we'll take a little bit of a break. But if you want to know when we're coming back for season six, and if there's any updates that we want to give, it's most likely going to come through Instagram at Weekly Real. Yes, and just to add to that for for the um, for the Instagram account, we'll also put some fun. Uh, you know, fun links, uh, maybe some polls uh, that we weren't Mm -hmm. able to really do this, um, this uh, season, um, just because, you know, just a little bit limited on time. But also, we'll, we'll kind of give you updates as far as when movies are streaming at on different platforms, especially from season five, or even past seasons uh, from the weekly real podcast, we'll try to make it as easy as possible for uh, us to link when mo- when certain movies are on certain platforms, and then it's like, hey, check out our episode on Black Adam. It's streaming <laughs> on HBO Max. Yep. <laughs> oh man. Well, those are our social media accounts for uh, the Weekly Real podcast in general. But Jeremy, I know you got stuff kind of cooking. Possibly, how can they keep up with you during our off season? So on Instagram, I am once in a while there. Uh, it's at <laughs> JP underscore flicks. But most likely when we start coming out with more TikToks, you know, you go just comment over there and I'll most likely see it over there. It's probably more likely than um, the Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> totally understand. But yes, uh, we all season long, we've been... Um, basically plugging his uh, short film, The End of Yesterday. Mm-hmm. We are still going to go ahead and link that uh, that short film on YouTube uh, on this episode as well. And then obviously, if he has anything cooking when, when we start up season six again, we'll definitely keep you posted there. And again, just follow Jeremy on his Instagram. For me, uh, to keep up, up to date on any some future projects that i hope to get off the ground and i still don't want to announce it just yet um you can follow me at free ken a on both instagram and tiktok i have some stuff just on the cusp of being a reality so keep up to date there we may even um use the weekly reel um social medias to uh pimp that as well so um Again, before we close out this episode, we want to thank all of our guests uh, mm-hmm. from season five. Um, who do we have? We had uh, Caesar Evangelista from Dirty Dancing. We had AJ Gonzalez from our Black Panther Wakanda Forever episode. Mm-hmm. Um, your favorite episode? You want to pimp that <laughs> episode? Oh, Avatar, Avatar two. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> with jo- Avatar two, with Joe Ash, we got Black Adam. Wait. No, we had no one. No, I'm just kidding. With Amon, <laughs> I'm just kidding. We got Anastasia with Andrea. So, well, we'll and, uh, we had um, Mission Impossible Three and Impossible Mission Impossible Three. Ghost Protocol with Jacob, mm-hmm. um, Evangelista, and then obviously last week's episode on Almost Famous, uh, featuring Michael Asuncion. So definitely check out both of his podcasts. Uh, he's got Two Old Souls as well as the um the podcast 118 um featuring the hey hey arnold um rewatch that he's been doing so definitely check that out um from all of our guests we are so thankful to have you guys on for season five we'll definitely reach out hopefully we get some if not most of you or maybe all of you on season six we'll see where that goes um but 
I mean, other than that, for a podcast episode, um, for our podcast episodes, I should say, we're all streaming on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Amazon Music, Google Podcasts, and more. Am I forgetting any other podcast platforms, Jeremy? I think you got all the main ones. They kind of yeah. all like link <laughs> together anyway. Yeah. And we have a link tree also on, on our yeah. Instagram. So definitely check that as well. And so, dude, Jeremy, come to a, a close. Season yeah. five is done. Yeah. I want to thank all the listeners for sticking through us with season five. I know uh, Andrew David. <laughs> oh, I forgot to tell you. Andrew David has caught up like with all our episodes and he was following our <sighs> Rotten Tomatoes uh competition and like i get it play by play week to week he's like oh it's it's getting close it's too close <laughs> man you gotta do better you know what i mean i'm like all right all right andrew okay That's i'll do better this week and, and we uh need, we need to get him on the podcast i mean if you only if he wants to no pressure yeah but i, I just wanted to shout him out also want to shout out um sean tierra my former roommate because uh, <laughs> I said I would shout him out during the Shaun of the Dead episode because I wanted him to guess for the guests, but I forgot to read his text <laughs> that or to shout him out during that episode. So, Sean, yeah. sorry if we could mention you in Shaun of the Dead episode, but I'm mentioning you now, and who knows, maybe you'll come on the episode or uh, an episode next season. So, Yeah, there you go. Open invite to both Andrew David and Sean Tierra. So mm -hmm. thank you guys again for uh, supporting the Weekly Real podcast uh, with featuring Jeremy and I. So, I mean, if there's nothing else, Jeremy, a pleasure. I mean, dude, this is uh, this podcast is the kind of like a lifeline at times when uh, life gets pretty crazy. I get to kind of just really talk about kind of some stupid stuff sometimes <laughs> uh, or be guest referees. And, and kind of observe uh, what's going on during our episodes. It's it's just it's always a blast. It's always fun to just talk movies with you. Yeah, man, it's always fun. I can't believe five seasons out now. Man. Jeez, so crazy. But uh, well, again, on behalf of Jeremy, my name is Ken. We are the Weekly Real Podcast. We're looking forward to next season, season six on the reel.